Hey guys, today I am talking with Carol Poffenbarger about orthobionomy. Orthobionomy is a therapeutic technique that relieves pain by helping a person rediscover their body's natural balance. Carol has been practicing orthobionomy for over 20 years and she's an advanced instructor in orthobionomy. Pull up a chair and buckle up. This is the Original Strength Podcast. Carol, can you give me, tell me a little bit about yourself and give me a little bit about your background. Okay, I am a licensed massage therapist in the great state of Ohio. I've been licensed for 30 years and I've studied different you know, modalities of body work. And about 21 years ago, an orthobionomy class came to my town, which is in Hamilton, north of Cincinnati. And I was just like, sure, I'll, I'll go. I, I'll take a class and it was an orthobionomy phase four class, which is a foundation class. So I took this class and I was like kind of blown away by it. I was like amazed of how simple the, you know, the work could be. I have, I mean, if you want to know, you know, professional wise, I've served on our board of directors. I now serve on a curriculum committee. I've been the president, um, for two years on the board of directors. So I've been heavily involved with orthobionomy and how I got involved in it. Like I said, I took my first class and I would take some of the, the exercises that I learned and I would take them in to my clients. You know, some may have had like a trauma of whiplash or different things. And I just found that it was easy. It was effective. The results were, I mean, amazing. I didn't have to work hard. And so then I'm, I'm like, well, I'll just go on and take more classes. And I kind of became a class junkie with the work. And I really didn't know how it worked, but I, I didn't care. It was like, this is great. And um, I, I loved being in class. I loved getting worked on. So that, that's kind of how I got involved in that. But I just found it was really helpful with my clients. And I didn't have to work hard. And they didn't have to work hard. And they didn't get beat up. And I have three grandchildren that I'm proud to say, two kids. They all are in different sports, which is always fun because, hey, grandma, can you know, can you do that thing on me? And sure, you know, come on over. And but uh, but they are they are they're they're everything to me. So yeah, so that that's a little bit about me. I, I gotta ask you a question. Sure. You said this word at least four times. Oh. What what is orthobionomy? Oh, well, I was going to explain that. So orthobionomy used to be called the phase reflex technique. But yeah, orthobionomy means the um, bionomy means the study of life. And ortho, I believe, is straight. It's so funny because people have they've called it orthobionics. Um, you know, they've they've butchered the the word kind of like they butcher my last name, but um and then I have to say it's orthobionomy or they'll come in and go, hey, can you do that bionic stuff? And I'm like, you mean orthobionomy? Yes. So that's what it means. And it, it you know, you're, you're working, you're working with the structure of a person's body. So that's kind of where that ortho um, comes in. So that's what it means. Now, what yep. is it when you, oh. when you use orthobionomy like on someone or you help somebody with it, like what are you doing? How does, what, what is it? I am working with their structure and their muscular skeletal system. 
I am, and then studying like what's going on with their body. That to me, that's, you know, it's kind of like we become little detectives and we're, stu- you know, we're studying what's going on with their body. So is it something that is done to you or is it something when your clients, when you work with your clients, is it something they can go home and do um, well, they on can- their own? Yeah, they can go home. So it's it's what I do with them. They are exercises or, or techniques, you know, that I do with their body. And then they can go home and they can also learn the, um, you know, some of the, the exercises to do for self-care. And so for somebody that could benefit from orthobiotomy, um, is, it a, is it a specific type person or do they have injuries or limitations or? limitations injuries you know some people want to be touched but they don't want to have massage done because they don't want to take their clothing off and it can be very relaxing um you know for them but in in my practice i see a lot of injuries um they have chronic you know pain with back with shoulders with neck with knees there can be people that come in that have had some kind of a trauma and our work seems to be because it's so gentle Tim that it doesn't create pain and so it, sometimes it's safer for them to come in and and have gentle body work than it is to you know have a a, a force whether it's a chiropractor you know or even you know I mean I used to do deep tissue you know and and it's better to not cause pain. That's one of our principles. So when, when somebody comes to you and, and they're in pain, and so do you evaluate their body? Like, does it, do you, does it talk to you? Like, how do you, how do you get started with orthobiotic? Yes, 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 and yes. Um, so the first thing I want to do is I want to listen, right? I want to listen to what they're, if they're coming in and they're saying, I have, you know, debilitating, you know, back pain, um, you know, what can you do for me? And I, I, I look at the whole person, but I'm going to listen to what they're saying and I'm going to treat the back first. Then it, it becomes, you know, when you treat like the back or an area and you kind of move things around and you might notice something else is happening in their body then you're going to shift to that to see, you know, sometimes a low back problem can be caused from them limping, right? If their gait is, is messed up. So I listen to what, you know, what their, what their ailment is. And then I go in that direction to work with them. When people are in pain and they seek a professional for help, um, oftentimes they're guarded like especially right. if they've been in chronic pain or they're just afraid that they're going to hurt. Right. Um, how, and you, you said that orthobiotomy, you're able to treat people with it without putting them in pain. Well, right. how, that how does do sound we, very gentle. How do you do that? So let's say, I know you were going to ask this and I'm in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I got this explanation. So let's say that they have I've got a gentleman just came in the other day with really a chronic, chronic neck. You know, it's almost like everything is just so frozen. So I'm going to work with small little amounts and I'm not going to 
I'm not going to cause pain. So taking the neck and turning it, right? Mm -hmm. And if it hurts to go to the right, but not to the left, then I'm going to gently take it to the left and maybe just do a little static hold there and see what happens. Now, you can also use monitoring points, you know, along the cervical spine, you know, with that, but that's kind of a general area of, you know, what I do. So I'm going to go in the opposite direction of what's causing pain. And if sometimes people will come in and they'll say, all right, I have this thing in my neck and it's my neck and you, you know, do the range of motion and you look and you see that there might be a pooling that may be coming from the first rib. So there's an exercise for the first rib where you're gonna hike that shoulder up and you're gonna exaggerate what that rib is doing because that first rib may be pulling up. So if you exaggerate that, and then we have like a little isometric move that you can do, and then we might add some light compression. Um, but every time I'm doing this, I always ask, am I causing any discomfort? Am I causing any pain? Because if it does, then I don't do it because it does set up a, a defense mechanism where if you are causing pain, you know, they just kind of go back into this um, defense, defense mode, you know, mm -hmm. it's a holding pattern, you know, like, it's like you go up and um, ring the doorbell. And I talk about this in class. It's like you ring that doorbell one too many times, you know, that nervous system is going to go, God, just stop ringing the doorbell. And there is an advanced instructor called Luann Overmeyer who worked with Dr. Pauls. And actually she has a book out that's for self-care, but, and it's on our website, but she's, she writes in the development about orthobionomy that Dr. Pauls looked upon this work as an education of the structural faults of the body. And in his writing, he said, remember, the most manip manipulative practices are based upon forceful approaches. It has been proven that the body responds better when it is given the correct motive for change. Change can only come about when the instincts of the body are summoned in such a way that the body does not resist change. Anything beyond this is force, which, is, which when applied too much leads to only to rebellion of the self instead of um, reunification of the harmonic whole. So that, 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 what you read was actually helpful. Um, so it Good. almost seems, seems like orthobionomy kind of tries to find the flow of the person and go in that direction. Right. Right. And one of the, one of the principles is then, you know, we want to increase the movement, you know, we want to increase the improvement and movement of a joint of a plane. So yes. I, I read that because I, again, I didn't really know what orthobionomy was. So I started like looking at articles and stuff. And I read this uh, one account where a lady had a bruise and her, I guess her instructor helped her. Uh, he did orthobionomy on her and the bruise just went away instantly um, yeah. as she was looking at it. And she wrote something that said orthobionomy is like the middle path between um, denying something's there and over identifying with the something. Yes. Can you, and like, which I thought was like, well, that sounds really like really deep. <laughs> I mean, it is deep. And I think the work is deep and it's deep on so many levels. We work with the structure, 
fascia, lymphatic, circulatory, visceral. You know, I'm wondering, you know, what happened with that is, you know, was something really tightened, you know, was something tight in there that was constricting the blood flow of that bruise. And once things opened up, you got that pathway, you know, opened up, whether it, obviously it's the circulatory system, then that bruise could just kind of dissipate. So, yes, I mean, I've seen, I've seen, you know, many things happen and you kind of go, did that just happen? You know, and, that, and that's kind of, when I first was learning this, it was like, oh, it's magic. Well, I, and I, that is neat to me, but I think what her explanation, uh, cause this is like, when somebody's in pain, they either like you don't want to be in pain, so you try to deny it's there, or you you get sucked into it so far where you do over-identify it, right? Right. So she in the way she said that this is the middle path. Um to to not you don't you're not denying it's there, but you're not getting sucked into it and attached to it. And that leads to the optimal route for you to be able to heal from whatever your issue is. Yes. Yes. Which yes. I thought was like, I was like, well, man, that that you could almost apply that if you could get you know grab onto that way of thinking um sure that 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 alone would be but just so helpful right right well and i i think too people people look for us we're a lot of times the last resort you know because they've tried everything else you know they're in so much pain and it's you know they they come to us but yeah so i like i'm gonna have to go and look and see Whose website that's on? I think you know what? I know where that article's at. I'll send it to you. <laughs> and, and again, there's so many stories that I've heard, you know, just from, you know, yeah, they did this thing on me and this happened and it, it's pretty incredible. Now, this may be the same thing as, as the flow, uh, helping somebody go into the direction of their flow. But I did read on, I think it was Orthobionomy's website that it takes the energetic patterns that bring the body, mind, and spirit into harmony. Right. How, how, how does that happen? Well, there's the belief that, you know, in our energetic field, so say that we've had this ongoing issue or trauma in our body and somehow it can affect the energetic field. Arthur found that he could work in the energetic field to affect the physical. I know it sounds a little, but. So my question is, is okay, how does that work? <laughs> so there are different, there are different exercises um, that you can, that you, that you can do. And now I've got to think up off the top of my head. All right, I'm going to give you one example and it, it's called the, the puppy walk. Um, when we approach the body, we're gonna walk around the table to see where we feel invited in. Think about when you're at the grocery store. I give this example, when you're at the grocery store and somebody is behind you with their shopping cart and they're like, keep pushing up against you and, and you're kind of like backing up, mm -hmm. kind of like they're in that aura space, you know, that in energy. Space. Yeah, and it's like you want to like, you know, get back. So with that, so when we do like the puppy walk, and I don't know why it's called the puppy walk, 
there was probably a different name, but you walk around to like see where you feel invited in. And sometimes, you know, you may think, all right, it feels like I could start at the neck. And then you check in with them and go, hey, how does that feel? And they're like, no, it's really uncomfortable for me. So then you're going to walk around again because you're, you're feeling that energetic field. And then you might touch the feet, you know, and be in that auric space. Okay, is this all right? Yeah, I think you can work there. And you can work, you know, like off the body. There's, there's many modalities that, you know, do work off the body and, and energetic um, practices. But, uh, but that's how you start. And that, that's one way. And then you can also work um, the cervical, you know, just by having your hands. Like, so for instance, if I had somebody that came in and they're like, do not touch my neck and people that have had any kind of like head trauma and you go to touch their head. And we had a guy that he was in a motorcycle accident. And there was no way you could touch his head. And we would have to just kind of work out here and kind of feel like the energetic patterns of what was happening with, you know, like with the cranium. Um, and like with the neck, you might feel, you know, there's a little bit of an energetic um, movement and that's what you work with. And in the energetic uh, work too, Arthur had um, what he, the reflexes that he called like an ongoing reflex which what it feels like in your hands, and this is not always the case because you know things can shift, but an ongoing pattern, it feels like you're in a rocking chair, you know, like you're being rocked and then all of a sudden it just tapers down and then it's nothing or, or then, you know, infinity. Or you might feel a follow-on pattern, which is another reflex and it will like, so there's one where you work like the quadratus and you're going to take the hip and you're kind of doing this movement. Like, here's your pattern, here's your pattern. And you pause and you let their nervous system finish out the pattern. So it's kind of like Arthur, Arthur used to talk about Mary had a little, and you know the answer, Mary had a little lamb. So then you let their nervous system kind of like finish it, whether it's the nervous system, energetic field, um, muscular system. It's, you know, and, and I think too, you have to have an open mind, you know, and because some people don't believe that there's, you know, an energetic field or, um, I don't know, there's just different, you know, different belief systems, but. Yeah, but, but like you said, you're the last, if people come to you last, yeah, they're probably very open to energetic, right. <laughs> making them feel better. <laughs> I had, I, I tell you, I was really, I've really been blessed. I've studied with some absolutely incredible instructors and one instructor, her son was in a really bad car accident. And she talked about how she had to work outside of his hospital room. And it was like, whoa, fascinating. And I think that's one part where Arthur was so excited about his work that he went to show Lawrence Jones. He worked on Dr. Jones's wife and he worked off the body and got a like profound change. And I don't know if he, he was working on her so as, but anyway, Lawrence said, that's, that's not my, that's not my work. That's your work. Um, 
but yeah, but I never met Arthur, but you know, from what I understand, he was quite something. Um, so you're saying though, you can help someone heal without even ever putting your hands on them. Yeah. But, you know, we don't come in as healers, right? Um, you know, we, I, I always say we're a facilitator, you know, we, we, we help show them the path that they can take. Well, it's probably a team sport though, right? Like you, like you're oh. willing to heal. They're willing to be healed and, and it is the team know, dance sport. together. Right. It is very much a team sport. Yes. All right. So I'm going to go back to this question because now I'm really fascinated. So say somebody, okay. say somebody comes to you and they're in pain and you, you walk around to see where you're invited. Uh, and say you find that maybe you, you do want to approach their neck, but you don't necessarily want to touch their neck because they don't want you to. Um, right. and, you, and you're in the right spot and, and they feel better for whatever it is you do. And then you send them home. What do you have them do when they're at home? Like, or is that maybe too, too broad? Well, no, I think that's a great question. Um, number one is they need to make sure that they take care of themselves, you know, no, not overdo it and keep themselves comfortable, you know, um, show them, you know, some physical things that they can do, you know, let's say, uh, you know, my, right now I'm, I'm in our basement and it's cold and I'm like, my shoulders are like this and, mm -hmm. and so one of my self-care things would be to just kind of hold my shoulders up and and take tension off of the muscles and then relax it again so it would just we'd send them home with some things that they can do you know for themselves in that example though you said okay so this is neat to me so your shoulders you're cold so your shoulders are up and instead of trying to approach that by relaxing the shoulders and getting them to drop, you actually went with the flow or the direction that they wanted to go and to encourage them to relax when you drop them. Yes. Yes. That's pretty neat. That's cool. Yeah. Not necessarily familiar with that approach all the time. So that, that's, uh, that's fascinating. All right. So how long then have you been, cause I think you're, you're a, a, a master practitioner of orthobiomy. Yes. Um, I'm an advanced practitioner. Yes. Yes. How long have you been doing that? Maybe 18 years to be an advanced practitioner. It's about a thousand hours of classroom hours. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty in depth. It's a great program actually. But you've been doing it for almost 20 years. So that first experience or exposure to orthobionomy, like it, it lit your wick that much. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that. It lit my wick. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So if somebody's at home and they're in pain and they're trying to, maybe they are at their, like they're at the end of their rope and yeah. they want to know more about orthobiotomy. Um, what are some resources that, that somebody could well, go to? I would, I would tell them, you know, like if they're looking for someone in their area, the best thing to do is go to, you know, our website, which is www.orthobionomy.org. You can, you know, scroll through it and like see where you have a practitioner and if not you can always you know call the office and they will know someone in the area if somebody's in ohio and they want to reach out to you how's the best way they can contact to me they can uh, i'll give you my email address it is poffin p like in paul o f f like in frank i n at fuse 
F as in Frank, U as is in Sam, E.net. Awesome. Carol, this has been very, very fascinating. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. And keep doing your beautiful work. It's just, it's just amazing. And I really enjoyed this. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.